0: Today I'd like to talk about what it takes to truly change. Most people don't want to talk about it because most people don't truly want to change. What most of us want, myself included, I'm not. Enlightened or anything. What we all want is we want to take our same feelings, our same emotions, our same desires, our same ideas into what we consider to be this new realm where we're where we have more of the things that we want, where we become more of the person that we want to become. But in reality, the only way to truly change yourself or anyone else is to go through a death process now death you know it's the it's the big issue with humans we're all aware of our own death and we have 10,000 different ways that we deal with it with many different religions and many different ideas and philosophies and politics and communities. But most of us who seek any type of change are unwilling to go through the death cycle to get there. The painful truth is is that if you want to truly change for good, in a way that's going to potentially yield what you want, the change in being or the change in circumstance that you want. If you want to become a billionaire, or if you want to become a political leader, or if you want an amazing relationship, or if you want an outstanding sex life, if you want optimum health, whatever it is, you have to die. And that's the thing that you can actually begin to get better at. Being willing to face death is the beginning of true transformation. Now, when I say death, I don't mean physical dying. Because you can have a religious belief in which you see that death is not the end. And believe that when you die, you're going to change and go to another plane, or you know, go to heaven, or being reincarnated, or whatever your particular flavor is. That's not death. True death comes from facing annihilation, so that means facing zero. So, if you practice facing annihilation, facing the point at which sort of in the in the fantasy genre they would there would be sort of monsters that would take your soul and, and extinguish it. So if you're willing to face or if you practice being willing to face extinction, annihilation, total dissolution, then you'll be better able to make the true changes in your life. That will accomplish what you are seeking. So really that's the core of this talk is that in order to have a true change, and it really doesn't matter how small the change is, the more you practice being okay with total annihilation. And that may mean um, letting go of your family. Letting go of that which you hold most dear. The stories throughout the ages are filled with stories of which you have to let go. That which you hold most precious in order to save the world or save your humanity or save the community or save life. So... Practice facing total annihilation. You're facing an annihilation of your identity. So when I was... Uh, about 15 years ago. Um, yeah. No, that was 10 years ago. About 10 years ago. wait a minute, No, that was 15 years ago. I apologize. 15 years ago. I... Was faced with the opportunity to go live with, um, a wild tribe in the mountainous Amazon region of Peru, which was something that in my youth, I always, not always, but for many years, I had strived to because I had identified with that, that wild life that was completely immersed in nature, in which nature was our whole world. I was faced with that opportunity and I was getting ready to make that I was making the decision of whether I was going to do that or not. And something up in, inside of me welled up because I knew in my intuition and in my deep insight that if I went into that forest, my goal was to stay there for at least six months, at least a seasonal change, if not a year, six months to a year, a full solar cycle or at least half a solar cycle. If I did that, I knew deep down inside that me, as I knew myself with my likes and my preferences and my desires and all the things that I wanted to do, that person was gonna die in that forest and somebody else was gonna come out. So that moment in time, I chose not to go in there. Now, I'm not saying that that was the wrong choice. I'm just saying that I wasn't willing to die And I had more that I wanted to do in this identity, in this identity that had the preferences, that still wanted to have kids, that still wanted to, um, uh, you know, have a career, uh, still wanted to surf the world, still wanted to have some of the youthful desires that still lived inside of me. So what I'm saying is, is that when you're confronted with, a true transformation, you will be faced with a very difficult choice to let go of something that you've previously wanted. And that's the big question. The big question is what can you let go of? What are you willing to let go of in order to find this new place where you say you want to live? And another painful truth that we all need to acknowledge is that usually, probably most of the time, we don't really want what we say we want. We're addicted to the conversation about going and getting what we want, because that makes us feel consistent in who we know ourselves to be, even if that's a painful place. The pain is a surface-level pain that covers up a deep sense of security in knowing who we are. It's much more painful to let go of who you know yourself to be than to experience the surface-level emotional pain of staying where you are. Most people never get past that point. So if you truly want to create a new life that is fundamentally new, not just window dressing upon the existing life, but actually is a deep fundamental transformation, which will get you, you know, uh, the presidency or, uh, which will get you the wealth, uh, at the high, high level that you desire, or will get you the freedom to accomplish, um, your deepest desires of, um, transcendence or your deepest desires of adventure or your deepest desires of love and connection or sexual fulfillment, any of those things, if they're lacking in your current life, you will have to undergo some sort of death process, which fundamentally involves letting go of something that you're holding on to. Now, that doesn't have to happen overnight. You just have to start meditating on that death, on that release. You have to completely let go. Now, this is an important, important conversation to have right now because in our, you know, we are earthlings. We are bound to the earth, whether I don't care what all the religious contexts say. You are an earthling. I am an earthling. We are creatures that came out of this beautiful blue marble. Inside of that blue marble, we are bound to the blue marble cycles, and we are bound to the cycles of the solar system in relationship to this marble. So, one of the biggest cycles that we face is the spiral uh, of the sun around the earth and the seasonal flow. Um, and an interesting, cool way that I like to think about it is: it's not, it's not a circle. It's uh, a spiral because we're literally catapulting out into space in a circular pattern. So if you think about it, it's like a, like a, a vortex or a tornado. So nature mimics itself all over the place. So you're spiraling still through space. So you kind of return to the same place, but it's a totally different place, a little farther out, just in the similar sort of feeling of the earthboundness of it. So right now is today is um the 23rd and the 21st is when the days stopped getting shorter and then the days will really start lengthening on the uh no today's the 24th sorry today's the 24th the days will start lengthening tomorrow tomorrow is the birth of the sun tomorrow is the birth of the light um The Christians like to think that Jesus is the only symbol that is the birth of the light, but he is one of many that was pre, that many, many came before him. But that's another story and another topic. doesn't matter what your metaphor is, what your uh, chosen belief structure is, as long as you are willing to face total annihilation. Um, If you want to believe in heaven, that's fine. Believe in heaven, but also practice letting it all go practice letting go of everything and facing total annihilation. And then if you get, if you get to heaven, you're so much more ready for it. So this is the time to confront the demons that you're holding on to, to dig deeper, you know, don't get hammered. Don't go unconscious. Um, I've, fall prey to that almost every holidays, but I've just begin to, just begun, or I'm, I'm, no, that's not true. I'm, I'm in the final stages of purging the negative, uh, narcissistic relationships from my life. So I now finally have the space to actually dig deep into this personal transformation, which occurs in this time of the year, which is possible. It doesn't necessarily occur. It's possible. Um, what will happen for many people is it will mutate into a dark form. So what happens is, is people who are unwilling to make that, to dig deep and to see what they need to let go of at this time of year, they will carry that into the new light place. And then they will go completely dark and literally dive into a dark space in order to to hold on to all of those things that they're unwilling to let go of. So now is the time to really see. It's a very powerful time to see and let go of all of those things that are in your space right now that are blocking you. And it looks like confronting death. It looks like confronting annihilation, not death, because death is so many weird things to people. But annihilation, you must practice facing annihilation. And one of the ways to practice facing annihilation is to simply list out things you're attached to that you're willing to begin the process of letting go. Just start, when you put something on paper, something alchemical happens in your brain. It takes it out of your brain and into a work of art or a structure or a system or a business practice. Those are all the same things you're creating in the world. Once you start creating in the world with those things that you're transcending and moving from and to, then that has, you know, statistically with studies that they've done, very simple studies that they've done, you your 90 plus percent more likely to accomplish your goals if you simply write down what you are uh, have been unwilling to let go of up to this point. So that's what there is to do now. Once you've done all that, then tomorrow uh, or whatever day it is for you, um, I would give it a 24-hour period. So you let go. Write down everything you're going to let go. And then the next day, open up and start to create something new. You can even wait longer. Just don't forget to do it. Because so, if you let go and then you don't have anything that you're running towards, you'll kind of go in this amorphous place, which you can get lost, which is kind of dangerous. It's like um, the, the Bardo, the place between worlds. You don't want to stay in the Bardo. You need to get out of the Bardo. The Bardo has its own seduction. It kind of wants to put you to sleep. So you want to not be in that sleep state. You want to wake up. Um, so you may need people to help you. Um, that brings me to the I'd like to close on this. Don't try to do these things alone. Throughout history, throughout time, there are reasons that the archetype of the sage, of the mentor, of the master are persistent, that they don't go away. We all need that in our life. We all have to have entities outside ourselves that hold space for us when we go in. You know, nobody goes into, well, a few people do, but they're very uh, reckless, ayahuasca ceremonies or iboga ceremonies or, or deep, deep transformational work without a guide. So when you're doing this, this is deep transformational work. You need a guide. It doesn't have to be a professional. It just has to be someone that has made some transcendent progress in the realms that you're seeking or has a a way of being that uh, has transcended towards from something to something that you admire. Um, that you know can hold space—they're uh, few and far between. Um, but I—I I suspect the—not I suspect—I I truly believe, and this is a superstition of mine. I'll, I'll fully acknowledge that. That you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. I complained for years after I got rid of my old, after I transcended my old teachers, that I couldn't find a new one. And it took me uh, a number of crises. To find a new one. And he came in a form that I was completely not expecting. Um, so, but I was ready. I was ready to start letting that part of myself die that I was holding on to and to embrace something new. So, good luck. Uh, as always, please send me your questions. I will do everything in my power to help you in your transition, in your transformation, in, in you creating. Uh, what you want to create in the world, um, I do have to say with one caveat, uh, I will only work with people who truly want to make the world a better place and who know that we have to look out for all people and all of life on earth, um, We have to win. Those of us who care about the earth, those of us who care about other people, those of us who truly are willing and able to transcend at least some of our personal satisfaction in order to help the rest of the world get where they're going. So I hope you're on that journey. And please, if this is valuable for you, subscribe, press the notification bell. Uh, visit the website wildalive.net. Sign up for the email list and best of luck. I wish you all of the light and, uh, power and beautiful transition that is, is inherently possible in this time of year.